the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, welcome to a very fun and exciting Mess It Up Podcast. We are coming to you from beautiful Orange County, California, because we are getting ready for CR Summit 2023, first time back in California since before COVID, and our first time at Summit since before COVID mm. uh, in person. We've done the online versions, but uh, we're very excited, and uh, we were there all day today. We'll be talking about what we did today and what our expectations are, and a little bit about Summit and all that kind of stuff. So. You know, buckle up and hold on. Um, it's not going to be drinking from the water hose like we get to do there at Summit, but uh, hopefully it will be a fun uh, podcast for you. I'm hoping to catch a lot of people at Summit to do some podcasts. So I hope to get a lot of stories out of people at Summit. So hopefully we'll be bringing you a lot of testimonies in the weeks and months to come based on folks that we met here at Summit. If you are interested in learning more about Celebrate Recovery, um, Summit's the best place to do it. It's a little late to sign up because you know it starts tomorrow if you listen to this on Tuesday and it's already sold out. So, uh, But look for it next year. It's always uh, in this week of July. Uh, so check it out and um, it's just, it's a ton of fun. So yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm going to shift just a little bit before we get into the show and do our word of the week. Our word of the week is persiflage. Ooh. Yeah, and you might have heard a beautiful voice right there. <laughs> that is the lovely and talented. I am listener Bev from California. Hi, friends. Yeah, so uh, good to have Bev here with me. Uh, persiflage, I don't know where I got this word from. It must. I, I think it had to have been when I was, oh, I was reading I was reading uh, in a, a James Missioner book, and they use this word persiflage, and it means slight, uh, contemptuous mockery or Ooh. banter. Uh, so just sort of gentle ribbing is persiflage. So if you can use that word in your sentences this week, give yourself 10 points. If you do it while you're using it, give yourself 12, okay. extra two. Uh, don't want to be too much for, you know, uh, contemptuous mockery, but just a tiny bit uh, to see if we can get that going on. So persiflage, there you go. That's our word of the week. Go with God, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know the ways to get a hold of us. Um, so do that. If you want to call me at 760-608-1942, would love to hear from you. Just call and tell me your story. Talk about what's going on. It uh, doesn't have to be anything deep or serious or anything like that. You can just call and say hi. Um, I'm always bored. I'm always looking for people to talk to. I love people so much. So please give me a call or a text. Let's uh, let's connect. Uh, you can also email me, bowtieguy@messituppodcast.com is the one for that. If you want to read a little bit, check out the uh, ministerofmocha.com uh, blog. comes out every Monday morning. And uh, you can also look for my books on the Amazon because they're out there. Um, I've got a fourth book that I'm starting to work on hopefully in August. Uh, and I'm kind of excited about it. It's kind of fun. I've got the title and the theme figured out. I just haven't mapped it out to see if it really is a book or if it's just a long blog entry. So <laughs> we shall see. Uh, and I'll have more words about that as we uh, go down the road. Bev, we're here in Orange County for Summit. And we came down Sunday evening. Uh, it was not easy 
because we have had, I mean, just from the get-go, trying to arrange housing for us. We've got the two of us, <laughs> and then we've got another person coming from our CR, uh, Big Squatch, that you've heard on the show before, is joining us. And so we didn't want to do hotel rooms because if you wind up paying $200 a night for a hotel room, that's like $400 a night for each person. And that gets pretty pricey pretty quickly. So we went to try to find an Airbnb and they kept on selling because it's summertime, Orange County, Southern Cal Southern California. So every time we tried to get an Airbnb, it got sold before we got a chance to, you know, connect with it and then we got one and then the guy emails back sorry it's not available for all that time and it was just a nightmare and then um, we have a new office manager at the church and so the airbnb account was under the old office manager's name so trying to get that information was tricky we're driving we don't even have an address of where we're going yet um, so we're driving and we got all the information the check-in the, the door code and everything like that we were literally about 15 miles from the place when that all happened so All's well that ends well, I guess. And we know that life is an adventure if you let it be. Uh, it's uh, miserable if you let it be. So Bev, just any thoughts about just trying to get ready for Summit this year? Um, I was really looking forward to it because we haven't been in person in a long time. Mm -hmm. And even though we've done it, you know, virtually, that was fun and it was good. Uh, it was the best that we could do. But being back here is just awesome. Um, however, we've also been doing some remodeling projects at our house, um, building a pergola in the backyard and remodeling our master bathroom. And so I, this is the first time I feel like that we both have stopped in about maybe three weeks. And remodeling is a big word. That is a big for word. For what we're doing. We're yeah. uh, Bev painted. Uh, yeah. We went down to the hardware store and we did, this is how we choose paint in our family. We see mistinted paint uh, <laughs> that's cheap. So somebody bought paint, they wanted this color, it didn't turn out right. And so the hardware store sells it for like, you know, half price. Rate. So that's what we, we look for, something that comes close to what we want in the mistints and we buy that paint. Uh, so we're doing all the work ourselves. We're not we bringing go. in yeah. people to do that. It's, uh, you know, we, we, we're comfortable. Uh, where we live, but That's we're right. not uh, we're not remodel. Comfortable. Oh gosh, no, no, yeah. we're not really. I guess that was not. Now, if you want to make us remodel comfortable, you can, you know, <laughs> become financial uh, supporters of the ministry, uh, and eventually, if the ministry brings enough money, I might be able to go, you know, on salary with the ministry and uh, and collect a a, a salary. Um, but uh, as it is. Um, it is a lot of work that we're doing, and it's so much more fun that way, I think. It really is. We, we've had a lot of fun. Um, anyway, so we had that, and then we what had a our wedding. Bathroom is in recovery. There we go. Yeah. That's good. And by the way, that gallon of paint that we bought, mm -hmm. nine bucks. Nine bucks. Yeah. Wow. So nine. way less than it half price. It was like $45 paint. So yeah. I was like, yeah, we could do that. Uh, anyway, then we went to a wedding, and you were involved in videotaping the wedding, and so it, it just like run, run, Doing run, run, run. Doing stuff with the prison. Right. Uh, you're mm -hmm. fixing to go up to Portland Portland to help our friends, uh, uh, Dan, Pastor Dan and, and Paxton Pantry uh, Faith uh, are moving to Texas. So Bev is helping get them cleaned up. I'm going to drive up or fly up there and help them drive to Texas. So it's just, yeah, yeah we are, we are the most busy uh, retired people I know. I think so I remember too. When, your, when your father retired, he said, I have no idea how I had time, time to, to work. work. And 
I totally get that. Well, you know, so you asked about my expectations. To be really honest, I I, uh, I packed, and so I've got like two and a half suitcases going on because I'm going to two, you know, two different locations or destinations. Two different climates. Yeah, and um, and then one is just basically I'm going to be cleaning and doing that kind of stuff. So I need old crummy clothes, and then something a little nice for summit, but. We got in the car to come, you know, to this Airbnb, and I was just like exhausted all of a sudden. I just felt like tired. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. But getting up this morning, I was really excited, and little did I realize that when we got there, um, the first people that saw us when saw us when we walked. To, I I just heard that word saw. Yes. I remember my first graders used to always spell the word saw like I saw my dog, S O L. Yeah, I saw, saw my dog. Yeah. Um, anyway, we walked into the resources tent, which is where we're going to be volunteering, and like four people recognized us from when we did volunteering back at uh, Summit East in 2019. And, yeah, in Nashville. And so that was fun. It was like coming back together with, with family. Like 2018. You know what? No, no 2019. Uh, no, 2018. 2018. I don't know. 20-something. So. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, that was fun. Yeah. And to have well, people recognize us. It's, it, you know, that's the thing about coming to Summit. Somebody asked me about Summit. I, I think it might have been Kimberly uh, Parent, the hot dog lady. Uh, she asked me about Summit and it's to me it's almost like a homecoming it's like yes. it's like going to a family reunion and you see people that you haven't seen for a long time oh no it was donnie i was talking to donnie and um donnie's a board member of mine by the way uh and you, you get to see people that you haven't seen for a year yes and the the, the material that we'll get here at, at summit is good but a lot of it is repetitive because summit is geared for people who come back but also a lot of newcomers coming to check out, mm-hmm. uh, celebrate recovery, see if they want to start it at their church. So there's a lot of basic material that we've been, you know, to so many summits now. It, you know, that material we understand, um, but seeing the people and the friendships. And uh, I was talking to a lady that we met back on the East Coast, you know, five or six years ago now, and she was telling us or she was telling me stuff about me that I had forgotten (laughs) you know something that I did there I just completely forgotten and these things that stick in their minds and I saw a guy and I recognized him but he sees so many people throughout it out of context it's like and he's first he's like hey look at you guys and gave me a hug and I was like I had no idea you knew who I was um and so that's just a, a really fun thing about coming to to summit and and this was just light I mean today is Monday that the uh, summit starts on Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We're here Monday to help them set up because we're doing resources. So we help take all the books and shirts and you know stuff that you can buy yeah, right. out of boxes and put it on tables and make sure all the barcodes. You know, Bev and I went with a little scanner and went around <laughs> and checked to make sure yeah, the barcodes you know, he, matched up. And he tried to fight me on the scanner. He really wanted to be the one pushing the button. I wanted but, to so bad, and yeah. she put her foot down, and I was like, "Yes, I did ma'am." Not. I did not put my foot down. I put my thumb down, though, on the scanner. I was scared. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, you know, uh, one of our team members is going to be here for the first time. And that it's is always, always so cool. See, the, yes. the, if you haven't been to the 
Saddleback Campus. So Celebrate Recovery, for those of you who don't know, was started at Saddleback Church uh, back 30-something years ago now. Saddleback Church is the church that Rick Warren started. If you're not sure who Rick Warren is, he did the Purpose Driven Life, which was you know mega number one bestseller. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the campus is massive. It's I don't know how many acres it is, but it's got to be over a hundred acres, I would think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a huge, huge campus. It's I guess it's I, I don't know, but it's big. Um, so. You go on campus, you see all this stuff, and the first time someone comes, it's just, you know, their eyes are just like, especially coming from a small town like Ridgecrest, uh, yes. a small church. Yes. You know, Kevin's church, with the capacity of that church, the building capacity is 100, and, you know, their church capacity is, you know, around 10 that they have right now is what mm-hmm. they, what they, their population. So it's going to just be mind boggling to him. Well, in addition to that, you, you were asking about what, you know, what was going through my mind about coming back. Uh, We had a discussion, a brief discussion today with one of the ladies that was um, kind of a a team lead at the uh, resources tent. And she was saying, you know, when I get back home, I'm going to take a year off. I'm just exhausted. This is hard work and I'm a state rep and I'm doing this and that and that. And um, she said, "I, I just need a break for a little while. And although I completely understand, I appreciate that, um, I look at this, everything she's saying is correct. It is hard work, it's dedicated work, it's consistent work. um, Because you you and I both know that not to toot our own horn or anything like that, we are there every single Friday night of the year. And occasionally, that yes, that we're home. And we're, we're gone for several Fridays right, during the year. But. Right, right. And so, sometimes, many of those times, there may only be one or two people show up. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we'll have a total of like three, you know, maybe two people on the team and then one person in the audience, that kind of thing. And so, um, when we come here though, it is really getting a boost in the arms. Like it's getting a booster shot, you know, that you just like, I feel like I get invigorated and revived and it really can be sort of a retreat. I mean, uh, even for you and I, just to get to sit here and enjoy a little bit of quiet time together and um, just talk about really nothing that we get a chance to talk about at home, enjoying each other's company. Yeah, And then, solidifying that with another team member that is is on board with us and helps yeah and that that's gonna be fun when we i mean we've we've brought people to summit before and it's always a lot of fun and the more people you can go to summit with i mean there's a a point of you know diminishing returns obviously but it's it's just a lot of fun to go with people and see and be able to talk and chat and share uh you know any conference that i've gone to it's I love the debriefing with people like, what did you see? And, and what did you see? What did you hear? Even if we saw the same speakers, how did you feel about that? And, and you know, how it moved you and just mm-hmm. that, that conversation that gets sparked with that is just uh, pretty, pretty fantastic. I, I love doing that. I love the uh, idea that, you know, the year that we were in Nashville, I was selling coins. Maybe you were too, chips and coins. I can't remember. You know, oh, no, I was you standing at the, at the front of the, uh, table there, you know, just uh, 
causing a ruckus. Yeah, so they're, you know, they they have uh, plastic chips that you get for every month, and then you get into metal coins for the years. And so it can be kind of a madhouse around there. You know, I like three of these and four of these and 19 of this and blah, 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 blah. And so it's really, really busy. But while you're doing that, you hear other people walking by. And I remember that was the place where I heard someone talking about the value of the blue chip in a totally different way than I knew of. Mm -hmm. And um, so you pick up ideas and new ways of doing things and... um, uh, I love that. Just yeah. the the sharing of we do this and we do this and so yeah, it's neat. yeah, it's it's just a hoot. Um, we're gonna pause just a little bit so we can get a breath. I I drink all my beverages, so I need to get a new <laughs> beverage. Uh-oh. Uh So uh, anyhow, we're gonna give you about ninety seconds from our song of the week. Our song of this week, song of the week this week is from We the Kingdom, who I just adore. We the Kingdom. This is a song called Jesus Does. So we're gonna give you. About 90 seconds of that. Be back on the other side, talk about the song, tell you more about our expectations of Summit, and we will see you on the other side of the break. Right now, here's We the Kingdom and Jesus Does. There you go. We the Kingdom, uh, really, really fun. Great blend of uh, voices and harmonies, and uh, it's just a really cool sound. I really, really have dug We the Kingdom. Um, this is from their second album, uh, so you know I recommend highly that you you check them out because um, they got great, great songs. Just really, really, just fun. Uh, feel to it what stood out in you uh, to you in that song Bev I think that each one of us has our own gifts and talents and the way we use whatever we have to influence the world for good Um, but there's some things we can never touch some things we can't change we talk all about you know how we can't change the weather we can't make a sick person well there's things that are completely out of our control um and so the song starts right out the very beginning. Who tells the sun to rise every morning? I can't do that. Colors the sky with the shades of his glory. I can't do that. Uh, wakes us with mercy and love. And then it says, Jesus does. Um, 
he cries for injustice, feels every sorrow, carries the pain of his children, Jesus does. Mm. I mean, why would we not want a relationship with that person? That yeah. that that God and man combination that just uh, uh, relates to us so very well and can really handle every problem that we have, every single one. There's not one that we can say, oh, Lord, you know what? I really need this. And he goes, eh, mm, I can't really so do that. Yeah, yeah. well, or I, I'm not really able to do that, you know, yeah. because God has all the power and all the wisdom and all the intelligence and the all the storehouses, you know, everything that he needs in order to meet those needs. And mm -hmm. I just think that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and in the... Um... The chorus says, you know, praise to the spirit who's living in us. Mm -hmm. We get blessed by having that spirit in us to guide us and lead us and, and show us. Um, and then the line right after that, when I was a sinner, he saved me from who I was. Yes. If you don't think that's your story, then maybe you haven't been saved. Right. Um, and if you've been saved and that's not your story, buckle up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, because, mm -hmm. cause he, he, that is so my story, you know, he totally saved me from who I was and right. what I was doing and how I was acting. And, and, and I thought I was saved. Um, I acted like I was saved. I didn't think I was saved. I knew I was doing wrong. Um, but it's, um, so true that, that he does that. And then, you know, that's the next line. Yeah? Cause that's what Jesus does. Like, well, that's how it works. I, I listened to a podcast and, and I had Andrew from Ars Blog on my podcast during the summer of COVID, I guess the spring of COVID uh, lockdown in 2020. And, you know, he always talks about, you know, the soccer player is 24 and he'll be, you know, 25 on his birthday because, you know, that's how birthdays work. And that's how Jesus works. He just, he saves us. Mm -hmm. he, he doesn't want us to fail. He will let us. If we insist on it, he will allow it. But his heart is that I succeed. Yeah, I think that um, none of us, or at least not in my experience, I haven't met anybody who's like this, from the very beginning of our lives that we choose to self-destruct. Mm -hmm. And yet, because of the choices that we make over our life, our lifetime, and maybe those choices include self-satisfying things, things that are not of God. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I was heading toward destruction, self-destruction. I was going to blow myself up. Yeah. And when I people, I meet people sometimes that maybe cost me a little bit of something, a little bit of my time, or a little bit of my experience or whatever. I'm kind of like, I click my tongue sometimes and think, oh, come on, you know, really get with it, you know, get alive or whatever. And then I think about Jesus who says, let me just give you new life. Let me, let me, let me take that, that selfishness and turn it into godliness yeah. and righteousness. And it's like, wow, that, that's amazing. What, a, what an amazing gift we get back only for doing all the wrong things. Yeah. Well, and I, I love, you know, that part of the 12th step today we were working in the resource tent it's hot a lot of people and uh after lunch it 
it kind of cleared out a lot. They, they let a lot of the people, a lot of volunteers go and we stuck around and did some more work. And when we were done with the work, I went to the lady who was sort of heading things up, one of the people in charge. And I said, okay, what can we do next? She said, do you really mean that? <laughs> and I said, well, yes, what else do I have to do? I, I came down here to help. This is me giving back. This is me working my 12th step. So yeah, what I, I'm not, I'm not here to be the CEO. I'm, I'm here to do whatever menial task needs to be done because it takes a lot of menial tasks to make a big thing like this happen. So yeah, give it, and, and it was fun. The stuff we did, yeah, I mean, it was. all the stuff we did, we got to play with a, with a, a, a barcode reader for a couple <laughs> hours. We got to stick stickers on things that didn't have stickers on them. It was fantastic. And then it, it brought me back to my old Starbucks days of doing inventory and just making sure that everything was correct and, and, and whatnot. I, I had a blast. Well, and it was a pleasant place to be. People were happy to be there. Yeah. Happy to serve and happy to be bumping elbows and just, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, check out We the Kingdom um, and uh, I think you'll be happy. If you're not, I'll give you double your money back for what you paid for this episode. Um, so there you go. Uh, so Bev, uh, see our summit. You teased uh, your story before the break to keep people listening, which is great radio, <laughs> just behavior. I, I'm just super impressed that you, you yes, gave and, out and that I, tease. Yeah, I did. I planned that out Completely from the did very it on purpose. beginning. I'm mm -hmm. sure that you did. Mm -hmm. uh, so you talked about a person at Summit East a couple of years ago that told you something about a blue chip that you had never heard before. First of all, explain to us about a blue chip. And then second of all, if you would tell us that story. All right, so um, a blue chip is a little round disc with a hole in it where you can put a keychain in it. And uh, on one side it says, um, my grace is enough for you. And on the other side it says, um, the journey begins. All right, and, and... And what are these chips? That's what I was just going to okay. say. Um, they are, it's people's choice whether they take them or not, but we offer them... Uh, at some point during our celebrate recovery meetings uh, in the evening or day or whatever and people can claim them for I, I want to say for sobriety but it's not always for sobriety um, it just means that you're working on your on your steps and it's trying milestones. to work here it's, it's to mark yes. your milestones of like if you have you know, 30 days sober Right. Or, you know, 30 days that you've been working on your codependency or whatever right. it is. You know, it's... Right. Yeah. Right. So, so anyhow, and they start out, you know, the, the lowest, no, not the lowest, the smallest increment is, you know, uh, first day, first day. And so I always look at that blue chip and I have one on my and That's the one day chip. That's day one. That's day one, first time. And um, so I always saw that as... All right, everybody takes one of these if they want it the very first time they walk into Celebrate Recovery. And um, somebody in the front will offer them to you. And if you want one, you take it when they call that out. And so it's like, all right, that's cool. And, um, but I never thought of it having another purpose. And uh, a gentleman walked by me and he said, oh, that's really cool. He said, you know, I always wished that they had a 10-minute chip. And I said, yeah, I do too. Because he said, sometimes I've walked in where I couldn't even be more than 10 minutes sober. Mm -hmm. And he said, I would just love to have gotten a chip for that. And I thought, that's a cool idea. 
Um, but that was the idea that he gave me. The idea that he gave me was, he said, you know, you can use a blue chip also as, as you have um, insight and guidance and uh, the Holy Spirit working with you, showing you new things you need to start working on or taking steps on another issue that you have, you can also take a blue chip for that. And I thought, that's really cool because during my almost 20 years of recovery, through the Celebrate Recovery, uh, the Lord has brought many issues to my mind. I mean, it's not just one, definitely not just one. And I feel like every year when I go through my inventory, sorry, the um, something else huge pops up that I never worked on before. So, you know, somebody could take a, another blue chip for that. I think it's yeah. cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I love, I love the power of a blue chip. Yes. You know, that's the one I carry around is my, my blue chip and my, my battle coin. And those are the two that I, I hold very dear to me. I love, you know, I got a 20 year coin this year and I have that one, but I don't carry it around with me. I, I, it's that, that idea for me that I can start over at any time. I could, if I fall over, I can get back up and yes. start again because I was, you know, almost 40 years into life before I started recovery. So, um, that's, you know, that's a big deal and to be able a, to, to make it happen like that. Yeah. It's a great tangible representation of what God says to us that we can always start over. Yes. That, you know, the past is the past and when we become new in him, we are a brand new creature. So yeah, I yeah, like that. Absolutely. Um, so thinking back on summits that we've been to, and we've been to a, a fistful of summits, um, do you have anything that stands out to you as a particular memory that you would like to share? I think I've mentioned this before, but um, uh, there was two that came to my mind, but I'll just talk about a, a one of them. Um, I remember it wasn't too many years ago. I think it was maybe the one before we went to, um, uh, before COVID. And that was like, that both you and I, Paul, decided that we were going to be baptized again. And um, I don't know, depending on your take on baptism, um, I don't know, I just felt like we needed a new start, uh, a start over. It doesn't mean that we weren't saved. It doesn't mean that we weren't walking God's goodness and following his precepts and all that. But there was something about being baptized as a couple that just really meant a whole lot to me. It just felt refreshing, reviving. Um, and it said to our friends that were there with us, this is what God has done for us. So, yeah. And now that I think back on it too, I think that might have been right before we started serving in the prison. <coughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but... That was 2019, and that was before you started serving in the prison. Yes, yes. So maybe that was all part of a beautiful plan that... Yeah, and I never thought about that before. Yeah. Just stepping out on new faith and... Yeah. Uh, for me, um, there's, there's a ton of memories with Celebrate Recovery Summit. But my first summit really stands out in my head. It was 2003, and 
I came on campus and I was used to going to a Celebrate Recovery where we had about 20 people in our group. And I was invited to go with our ministry leader at the time and he had brought me on board with leadership team and he said, I want you to go to Summit. So I said, sure, cool. I you know, love to go to conferences. And I get onto this campus and right as soon as you step out of the parking lot, there's people lining the walkways and pathways, yeah. giving you high fives, welcoming you to Summit. <clears throat> All the way up mm-hmm. the big steps and to the, to the church there. And then you get into the church and there are, you know, 3,000 people. I don't know how many people it holds. Um, and there to do what it is that you're there for, that, that CR thing. Um, and it's like, oh my gosh, there's just so, so many people here. And... Um, I just couldn't believe it. It just it just made my eyes just like um, <clears throat> to see what was going on. And that just stood out to me that mm-hmm. the worship, the testimonies, and it uh, yeah. it gave me that feeling that I am not the only person going through the stuff that I'm going through. There are, um, there's so many people going through this with me and I wasn't alone. And, um, and I could see when I first started doing celibate recovery, I was working on uh, pornography and there weren't a lot of people doing it and now almost everyone who gets up on the stage and talks talks about their struggle with pornography I'm like okay cool um, I'm glad that I stuck yeah. with it yeah. and I yeah. knew that in the past alcohol had been the big thing and now it's not and drugs have been the big thing and now it's more acceptable and for, everything for you for n- no for people oh, yeah. you know back you know, in the day, if you were an alcoholic, you had to keep it real quiet right. because you'd lose your job and right. then drugs. But now it's like you can get up and say, yeah, I'm recovered from this. And people, yay. And pornography has done that. And, and it just encourages me. And I want to encourage you, whatever it is that your struggle is, if you feel like you're the only one, you are not the no. only person Absolutely going not. through that. And also, it never stays bad forever. Even all the stuff that I've gone through with my past, it's easier now than it was when I got out of incarceration and things are better than they were because I just believe that God wants us to progress into something better. <clears throat> and as more people deal with an issue and are open with an issue, it becomes less of a paper tiger, less of a boogeyman, less of a, uh, a, a, a shadow puppet mm-hmm. so that we can deal with it. Yeah, I remember when I was about maybe 10 years old, I got strep throat. And um, I was, I just remember being really, really sick. And um, my mom and dad actually moved out of their bedroom and gave me their bed because it was right by the bathroom. And um, they, I think they might have slept in my little twin bed, I'm not sure. 
but I just remember feeling so lousy and I wanted to get up and play and I wanted to do the things I always did as a kid, which I was really active, but for that time I couldn't because I didn't have the energy. And I remember when I got well and it felt so good. And now when I think about that, that's exactly what happens when we come into recovery. Yeah. We feel so bad, so overwhelming. You know, we might be living in denial. It's just not living in truth, uh, hiding behind the secrets, all of those things that make us miserable and maybe even physical ailments that have come from all the worry and the stress or the, or the habits that we've got. And then all of a sudden we find ourselves getting well. Yeah. And every day we're getting well-er, you yep. know, better and better and better. And how can that not be exciting? I mean, it just... And to do it in community. Yes, yeah, because I'm thinking to myself, that's the healing process. That's what Celebrate Recovery does, and I'm sure a lot of other 12-step... That's what it, CR yes, does. Yes, yes, <sighs> yes. Especially because it's based on Jesus Christ. Yeah, so. yeah, outstanding. Well, um... <clears throat> Check out your local CR, and maybe we'll see you next year at CR Summit. It is, they always say, it's like drinking from the fire hose. And <laughs> we're about to drink from the fire hose. So I'm thirsty. I hope you're thirsty. I hope you are thirsty, listeners. Um, <clears throat> if you want to get involved with the show, please email me. I need some show ideas, some topic ideas. I am plumb out right now. I am out as I'm looking at the list. I've got, uh, let's see, right now, I've got two more songs queued up uh, for future shows and zero songs of the, or words of the week. So I need word of the week info and I need some songs. People, uh, help me out. Uh, send them to me. Would love to hear from you. Uh, it's bowtieguyatmessituppodcast.com, 760-608-1942. If you want to give to the show, 760-WALLS-CA, just text the word MUM. We love all of you. We thank you for doing this with us. Uh, this is uh, show number 277, coming up on 300. People, I love doing what I do. Yes. Love doing it with you. And we'll see you next time. We mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.